Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Kozlowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. But same applies to any professionals who may appear on the Light the Fight podcast. everybody, welcome to another episode of Light the Fight. I'm David. I'm Heidi. And we're here to give you some relationship goodness. That's right. But before we do that, we want to share some other goodness with you, and that is our community sponsor, 1-800-CONTACTS. As always, we want to give them a shout out for their great support here of us at Light the Fight, our podcast, and also I'd like to let you guys know about their new company that they have, which is L-I-N-G-O, but it's really L-I-I-N-G-O eyewear.com so lingoeyewear.com for all your eyewear needs if you got a prescription like myself that needs to get filled or if you're just like Heidi you don't really need glasses you just want to look cool and have like some cool like Kate Spade like, man vibe I just wish you, that know? was the case I wish that was the case too <laughs> but seriously you guys lingo l-i-i-n-g-o eyewear.com is where you can go get your own personalized fitted glasses and as Heidi described last week it's a pretty custom experience. So. It's fantastic, yeah. So, I mean, and seeing is really helpful. It's not underestimated. No, Under no, it's really, really helpful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Heidi, fresh off the press. Heidi's been working on something really diligently. And like a proud parent, I'm like, Heidi, I'm so proud of you. You did <laughs> such a great job. You did your homework. I did do my homework. It ma- made it look all pretty and everything. So Heidi, why don't you tell our listeners, what are you working on and why the heck are you working on it? All right. Here's the story, guys. So we've been doing this podcast for a long freaking time. It's shocking, actually. Like, um, there's a lot of episodes as well. Three years and, and three months. And it's, exactly. it's, what's interesting is it has just, the process of it has just really been, I mean, I've said this before, I think that I'm the biggest benefactor to this whole process. And so, <laughs> um, anyway, I also am the one who hears from a lot of you and over and over and over and if you've been a longtime listener, you know this, that in the very beginning of the podcast, like back when we were trying to figure out the name was going to be and when we like recorded episodes and they magically disappeared. That's right. It was like, going to be the when, parent trap at first. Yeah, time. that's, yeah, which it's so good. I mean, think, it was a good thing we listened to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, it wasn't but, my <laughs> best idea. Moving on. Anyway, um, back at that time, I really wanted to <laughs> create a workbook. So that after each episode, I would like go through and I would write down all the things and then provide that for people so that you could remember. And because all I all I remember is that I would go to sessions, coaching sessions with David or even counseling sessions with Corey. And I would just drive home and I would be like desperately trying to remember all the things that we had talked about and really with my teeny brain i was only able to remember like one or two things 
And yet we'd been talking for an entire hour, right? And so anyway, I just had this dream of having a workbook. So we said it in one of the very, very early podcasts. We said, we're going to make a workbook and it's going to be great. And it's going to have all the episodes and it's going to really be a help. And um, By the way, if you say something, it doesn't make it come true. Just so you guys know, continue. (laughs) Turns out three years, three months later, however long this has been, we never made the workbook. And you guys let us know. And frankly, (laughs) I just keep hearing about the workbook. And every time somebody messages me that has just started at the beginning of the podcast, there, you know, something's come up in their family, something has inspired them, somebody has told them, and they go back and, and then they'll message me. And I'm like, okay, well, where's the workbook? How many times have you used the facepalm emoji? Every like- single time. And But then the, the actual feeling that I have is, oh, I just wish I had that. Yeah. I wish I would have done that. Um, it would be so great. So in true... And the workbook, just for you guys who don't know what we're talking about, we had promised a workbook that breaks down more in depth every episode because the episodes were... <laughs> getting so much like people like, aha, this is great. But we're getting the, hey, I had to listen to that seven times because David talks too fast or, you know, I'm like rambling off everything. And so we're like, oh, we got a solution to the workbook. So that's what we're referring to. It was supposed to be an in-depth dive of each uh, episode that really takes you into more of an educational versus a conversational part of Like the Fight. Right. Because... And I've said this, you've probably heard me say this before, that when you go to counseling, I really felt like it was an education experience. The therapist, and and at that time, I mean, David really said it was coaching. I don't know totally. And, and maybe you could tell us the difference between coaching and therapy. For me, it was like an instruction opportunity. and And I just felt like I was having light bulb after light bulb, like, Oh, I never knew that. I didn't think about that. My parents didn't teach me that. I didn't learn that in school. E- you know, and so would you say that that was more of a, well, anyway, it, it for me, it was very much of an educational yeah. opportunity rather yeah. than me kind of talking about things that had happened in my past or I, I don't know. I, how, what would you say the the short answer of the difference between therapy and coaching? Well, I mean, I, I mean, I'm a licensed therapist, so when I'm seeing people, your situation's unique, though. Just, I, I think that's might be what you're kind of confusing a little bit, is that when I first met you, I didn't know you guys. You know, you guys are paying me. I'm a licensed therapist. Your son had some issues that fall under the category of needing therapy, right? Mm-hmm. We address those issues. Blah blah blah. After the passing of Corey, our relationship became way more close with me, you and your family, your kids, your your neighbors, your community. And it wasn't a relationship where I could just be like, hey, I'm your therapist and I can't come to your house and help all your neighbors who are struggling. You know what I mean? It was just, we had to open up. So I do have a different business that's specifically for coaching, which I don't diagnose. I don't treat, you know, if someone comes to me with a suicidal kid, I don't coach them. That's therapy. That's, therapy. That's uh-huh. mental health diagnosis type stuff. But with you guys, it just really t- took on to another level. Now, as a therapist, I do lots of coaching in my therapy because that's just my personality. That's my style. Some therapy is very, like they have a certain model that they follow. And then, you know, they, they, they structure it in a very 
here's your goals, here's what we do, boop, 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 boop. And it's very problem, solution focused, and that's it. Um, with relationships though, that's not relationships, like to help you with your mental health and improve your relationships, that's actually not mental health treatment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, by nature, you know, it's like mental health has taken on the role of teaching social skills in certain situations, relationship skills, but that is a skill that's not really mental health. Like there are certain treatments okay, right, right. that are like, like if I treat per, someone with like cognitive behavioral therapy, in cognitive behavioral therapy, there's lots of skills and stuff like that that really a coach could use that you don't have to like go to school to learn how to do that. So it just, for some therapists, they're really strict therapists. They don't talk to you outside of the, the practice and keep it very professional. You're there. It's almost like that Freudian thing where they're not looking at you. And then for other therapists like myself, it's like, yeah, I'm a licensed therapist, but we're really just coaching you on how to get through your scenarios and situations, more like street counseling. <laughs> and that's what I just found as I became more and more um, experienced over time. That just fit well with me in, in my niche. So that's what it really okay. is, the difference. I, it's just insurance, it's approach versus skill building. Okay. And I like that distinction between mental health and relationships, even though mental health is kind of in there, like, Nothing like messes your mental health more <laughs> messes your mental health up more than broken relationships, right. so relationships. So right. they definitely, they're, they're like shampoo and conditioner. They, <laughs> they can come together. Okay. So I just remember back in the very beginning before the podcast, after Corey passed away, I was just, I just remember feeling like such a sponge. I, had been on autopilot for so long, I hadn't thought about the way I behaved. I didn't think about how I acted. Your I didn't responses, think, reactions. I didn't think about yeah. my face. I didn't think about any of it. I just did what I did, yeah. right? And so there's I think that- There's a lot of filter happening on Well, the there's still no filter, right? <laughs> but, but here's the thing is that I just didn't know. You just yeah. don't know what you don't know. And so what I, the the reason why there's been so much change in me and the reason why I feel like there's been so much benefit for me is because it really has been an educational experience. Yeah. And um, while I think that as you're listening to the podcast and we talk about different things and different things crop up, they may hit you at different times. And, you know, maybe you hear us talk about something and it's not even something that applies to your life until you go along a week or two later and, and boom, something happens and you're like, oh, okay, what they say to do about this or, you know, whatever. And so maybe you're having to go back and listen, or maybe you do remember and it kind of affects the way you respond. Um, in the last couple of weeks, as I've been thinking about the importance of the things that I have learned, as I kind of gauge from the comments and the questions and the conversations that I have with people around me, um, in real life and also virtually, it just reminds me over and over again how important these concepts are and how helpful it's been um, and how needful it is. In fact, just last week I had an interaction with somebody um, and I'm not gonna go into any details. What's their initials? (laughs) But I wanted to scream bloody murder into this person's face. Listen to Life to Fight! <laughs> Which would be like in the don't freak out category. But I was, and I was being very calm 
on the outside, but I was screaming bloody murder on the inside because this person was handling the situation so horrifically, I couldn't believe it. So it's just another example that I <laughs> well, and, you know, we, <laughs> wish that I could infuse the information over. You know, for, for whatever it's worth, right or wrong, Heidi and I just decided to do the podcast. And then over time, now we're realizing to add the, the education component to it. We're, um, I follow a lot of different um, relationship, parenting, like type of podcasts. And they start out like this. They start out <laughs> with a format, education. It's a very teaching type tool. And then that's it. We started just banter, conversation that would get deep. And so I, I think we're just at the right place at the right time. Uh, because, you know, if, if, if you're a fan of Light the Fight, meaning you're a listener of Light the Fight, and this has helped you at all, it's a lot more effective if you have it less hoops to jump through to get to the information. And so this education component is something that we will be uploading um, onto our Patreon account, which is just five bucks a month. Yeah. Five bucks a month. And so each month we're going to <clears throat> take one, there'll be one, I'm kind of holding this up if you're not watching the video. It's an outline type of a page. So each month there'll be a one page worksheet and all compiled, these worksheets will create the workbook, the yeah. infamous unicorn workbook. And then we will do one to two sessions, just depending on how much content um, that will be in the Patreon account, where we'll actually break down all of the, the things. And so the reality is that in order to participate in kind of more of the education aspect of what we have to share. Um, you you would just need to become a member um, at Patreon. As David mentioned, it's $5 a month. Um, you would get the download and then you would be able to listen to our sessions. It's called Light the Fight LTF sessions. You would listen to those sessions that are specifically geared to this workbook page. And we'll also kind of start indexing it so that you will know how like okay if i need to go back and review this tool or this concept or this action item or you know this that and the other you'll be able to find it quick quickly remember what you're doing it share it with a child with a teacher with somebody that you're working with um and it will be more accessible here's what happened is yeah. is that i um Okay, true confession here. I did not want to go back and listen to any of the episodes. Um, Wait, am I supposed to be surprised? Hold on, let me act surprised. <laughs> really? You didn't? You don't want to listen to any episodes? You don't want to listen to you, you don't talking? Like to hear your voice over and over no, again? No, I didn't. Crying? And um, so I did not go back and listen to the very first episode. So that's off the table completely. But I went back and I wanted our first Light the Fight session to be guilt versus shame. Mm -hmm. And it's our very second episode. It's one of our very highest listened to episodes. And it's one that even though, I mean, like if you can think back to three or four years ago, it just wasn't talked about as much as it is now. Yeah. I think kind of the vulnerability culture and guilt and shame is talked about a lot more now. But so I went back and I'm listening and it, it actually wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. 
Face those fears. Face the fears. Um, and I took three pages of notes. And I was like, oh my gosh, this was in here. Oh, this was in here. Oh, that was really good. I forgot about that. And I was like, okay, we have so much stuff packed into that one episode. And the reality is that when you're, it kind of goes back to my counseling example, when I was like when you're in a situation, maybe you have something going on in your life, which we always have something going on in our life, right? And there's one thing that stands out that actually like speaks to you and that and that you kind of grab onto and internalize. But everything else just flushes down the river, right? You, you don't really, because you can't internalize all of it. Yeah. But I think that if you were able to participate in our sessions, what would happen is we're going to break every concept down, talk about the each components. I would encourage you to write as we do the sessions, because when you write by hand, no matter what your handwriting looks like, it actually um, connects better with your brain, with your learning process. I mean, there's tons of studies about it. and. Um, it helps you remember, helps you process, helps you be more engaged with the information. So I would encourage you to write it down. Um, and then we're also going to highlight the tools and highlight the action items that you can put into practice immediately or kind of double check yourself, see how you're doing. You know, um, the way I see you guys is that um, even when I'm going back and listening to our podcast after we do them, there's so much information in there that's condensed. And even though it's really good information, um, I, I actually feel like I can relate to many of our listeners in the frustration of how do I pick and shoot? Like there's so much things that I'm going through in my own life. There's so much information coming in. I can't possibly remember, okay, do this in this situation, do that in that situation. There's just so many unique details. So recently I found myself, and I'm using this analogy that I think you guys will get with, Recently, I found myself getting back into something that I've been off and on for the past 13 years. Jiu-jitsu. And I've talked about this. <laughs> it is. No, it's called jiu-jitsu. Okay. Good guess. Because of my injuries and like a lot of physical injuries, stuff like that, and it's a dangerous thing, I'll train for three months and then I don't train for six months and I come back. So I hadn't trained for like a year and three months because of the pandemic. So I just started coming back. But I remember that A, it's not like riding a bike. <laughs> And B, because you have actually like B, gotten 15 months older. There, well. <laughs> yeah, there's so many moves in every single possible scenario. There's no way any instructor could say in this scenario with these 30 different options, you have to remember every single move. So I recently came across this e-course for jujitsu that was taking a different approach where they're saying we're going to teach principles. And the principles were more about the positions and the fundamentals to get you to an objective. But you had a certain list of tools you could use under each move and under each objective. So what they did is they really streamlined and shortcut it. Instead of having to remember every single move and every single technique and every scenario, they taught five, it's actually there's 32 principles and there's four different lessons. And in each lesson, they break down eight different principles for that one situation, eight different for the other one. And as I'm watching it, going through it, I'm like, this is what we need to do with Light the Fight. Because if you guys are listening to our podcast and you're going, okay, like Heidi said, I got to remember this when I get home and you're sitting there going, okay, 
wait, what was I supposed to do? I was supposed to say it like this. I don't want anyone to come to our podcast and have to rewind every single episode to remember the exact word I gave you to use with your kid. Because in your kid's situation with you and your kid, that word may not be the best word for your kid. It may not be the best word for your situation. But if you have a good, proficient understanding of the principle, for example, modeling is a principle. How many of our podcasts, when we're talking about a subject, do we address modeling as a, a very, like there's a couple initial principles you have to start the interaction with your child with. If you start with modeling, that means you're conscious of your facial expressions, your body language, your tone of voice, you know, stuff like that. Then before the conversation even starts, okay, now you're in the green. You're in the positive because you went into the conversation using the right principles. Now, if you have the right vibe or connection with your kid because you started off with a modeling principle, then the probability of your kid saying something that's going to catch you off guard, that you'll get so defensive that you will not have a good response to that. That never happens. (laughs) But it's a lot less likely that that's going to happen if you started off on the right foot. You set yourself up to figure out the next move. I can't coach everyone. Heidi and I can't talk about every subject to help you guys understand what to do in every situation, but we can make you competent in your communication. I'd rather you guys, we talked about this podcast not too long ago, I'd rather your kids be competent to handle the social ills and the mental and emotional struggles they have in their life than for you to make sure that in every scenario they know exactly what to say and what to do. That is not realistic because remembering that is my one of my favorite sayings the only thing i remember is that i always forget and so as i'm doing jujitsu again i'm like i was so appreciative of that as i'm learning these principles in this e-course i'm like i've been doing jujitsu long enough i know that i should go for an arm bar in this situation but if i don't have the right principles to get me in that situation i'm not ever i'm gonna give up same way with parents if they don't have the right principles to put them in the right scenario they'll never have a chance to practice the tool Mm-hmm. The tool will, it is might as well not even know the tool because they'll be so frustrated. Like, I know what to say to my kid. I just couldn't get the scenario together where I could actually address that situation and use that tool with my kid. So that's ultimately what this LTF sessions is doing. We're trying to give you standardized principles that will educate you how to take certain scenarios and apply all the tools that you've learned in the podcast to those scenarios. And actually, if you've been a listener and you go back kind of starting with these basics again, you're going to have the benefit of all of the other information that's kind of the conversation, the words, the things that we've been talking about, plus your conversations that you have with your friends and wins and things like that. And it's just going to solidify. Our early listeners are going to be like really upset. (laughs) I wish I would have had this because they're like, I had to watch your, how many times have you heard? I've heard this so many times. Like I had to rewind that. I, or I, they didn't say I had to. I rewound it seven times. I'm like, I'm so, I'm like, well, they must really like it. It's really passionate. And then now I'm thinking, I'm going, who wants to redo something set? I'm like, I took that as a compliment, not realizing that if I was listening to our listeners, they're saying we're willing to do that. But man, that's exhausting. Yeah. That takes, and by the way, for all the people that have been watched our podcast, thank you so much. But I don't want you to have to have like a 12 hour road trip to be able to like learn these tools. Like, I want you to have it more on demand and more readily available. Hence, Light the Fight sessions on Patreon. So I'm super excited about it because I think that this is going to be a great place for me to be able to direct people who want the education. We will continue to have 
kind of our um the way that like the fight is where we where we take a concept we share it we talk about it it's going to give enlightenment it's going to give context it's going to give um tools and suggestions that will help in kind of you know everyday life we're going to continue to talk about stuff that's real um and you know keep moving forward with that it and and we shall just let people know how we're picking these are just through data we're fortunate enough to be able to tell how many people have downloaded listened, and shared certain episodes so there are certain episodes that are are much more so, visible yeah. whether it was the topic whatever it was but we can see how long they listen stuff like that so so we're going to be picking the episodes that got the most traffic assuming that those episodes are the ones that you want more depth in and as a member on our Patreon, for those people who are already on there, if we want to come over for five bucks a month, you have a lot of influence over us as well. We'll still be answering questions and doing that. And we'll still be doing the podcast. The podcast is kind of like our laboratory to kind of throw stuff up against the wall and see what sticks. And then from now on, whatever sticks, we're going to turn that into the workbook and into the educational sessions. Um, I, then I also wanted to just throw this out there. You know, before the pandemic, we were doing um, parenting workshops and um we're back baby they've they've been amazing and um powerful experiences it's usually like a one and a half day experience all day friday half a day saturday morning um we feed you lunch we go through um we have a workbook we do have a workbook for the parenting um are we gonna make light the fight wife theaters this time (laughs) No. No, we have hoodies and t-shirts. My bad. I'm sorry. That'd be kind of interesting. <laughs> it would not be good. It would not be great. Um, and so we do have, I need to announce and will announce on social media, our next parenting workshop. Live workshop. Live workshop, like in-person workshop, which is August. September. Close. It was going to be in August. Oh. Okay. September I don't 24th. remember the date. Okay. September September 24th. 24th. We changed it on Heidi, so you're forgiven. It doesn't matter. I, w- I didn't. I, I don't. I wouldn't remember what it was either. Without <laughs> anyway, September doing... 24th. That's exciting for us because we enjoy. Well, we don't enjoy. We love doing those workshops. It's get to know you guys. I didn't like it so much in the very beginning. It scared me. Well, everybody else liked it. She was the only one that didn't like it. <laughs> but I love the workshop. I love that content. I love to provide that. And so we are going to do another workshop. And um, so. You can check out more information of that at lightsofight.com. Um, and if you are a Patreon user, subscriber, you will see discount on um, our on swag workshop. and our workshop and yeah. stuff like that. So it's another good reason to check us out. We appreciate the support that we have from Patreon user, patrons right now. Um, and so we would love to invite you to come over and participate in sessions. Um, yeah, you, know, you guys too. We're, we're open to suggestions and ideas too, because Heidi and I we don't we don't do good at planning too far in the future, um, <laughs> but I, I could really see the potential of something like these educational sessions turning into something even different than a workshop. Um, uh, I, I ultimately we've talked about this before. I would love to create um, through Zoom, especially because everybody's used to it now, um, uh, somewhat of a light the fight parent group. Um, you know, I've been running groups for a long time. Obviously this wouldn't be like a mental health group, 
But just imagine, you know, 20 different parents from all across the country or even the world, because we have listeners all around the world that have a couple times a month where they just get to sit down, share experiences, information, insights. And I mean, when when you're amongst your peers talking, it's just like it's such honest communication. Like at our workshops, when we'd see our parents sitting there together, opening up about stuff. And so I would really like to see an opportunity come up in the future. And this might be something that just naturally transitions into that. I really like to see parents just being able to have that common thing of light the fight, share their experiences, learn from one another and get that ongoing support that they could support one another throughout the rest of the year, even when they're not talking to us, because that's a good thing about Patreon is that the people who are on it can actually talk with each other, just like a, a very interactive Facebook feed. And I think that's a, a cool function. And I mean, don't you think it'd be cool just for parents? Because yeah. I've done it for teenagers for so long and I've done other parent groups, but I could see a light the fight parent group just be something that everybody just gets to be like, oh, thank goodness. Not only am I not the only one, but I have some freedom to talk about things, to let go of my own insecurities, my own fears and worries that maybe you wouldn't share with couples that you even go on dates with because of the fear of judgment or criticism or neighbors that maybe you're close to, but you wouldn't share that stuff with because they're a little too close to you. Or maybe you're you know? wanting to protect your child. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I will, I will say that the thing about what we, and, and you've probably experienced this if, if you've been listening for any length of time, making little teeny tweaks in your behavior as a parent actually has pretty quick results. Well, if they're good tweaks. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I guess I, I, should, have to be... I guess I should have said that. <laughs> and the other I can way. think of a few tweaks that I've done ways. personally that, that weren't both even ways. the best. Yeah. Both ways. But it's <laughs> pretty bad results pretty quickly pretty cool. or good results. It's pretty cool for me to kind of stand back and see the changes that have happened in my kids because of the conversations and the changes that have happened with me and my husband. The conversations that have happened, like when when my husband and I go out with another couple or when we're just even chatting with people in the neighborhood or at Costco or whatever, the conversations start to change. The safety and the comfort and the elevation um, changes. The amount of sensitivity and judgment-free and um, just overall respect, it, it changes when you make these changes. And so I've said this a lot of times, but when you change, you affect change in others. And you as the parents in your home have a powerful influence and ability to, as you make, as you incorporate these tools and these action items into your daily behavior, the people in your home can't help but changing too. It's just a cause and effect situation. Just like if you don't use the tools, those, the, the effect can be more damaging. Um, but it's been interesting for me, you know, you guys know probably I have a daughter, Quincy. She's serving in a mission. She's about, she's 20. She's living in um, Houston, Texas. And it's interesting for me to hear her talk about her relationships like with her companions, with the people that they're serving, the people that they're teaching, people that in the community. And she's using these tools 
so often. People can talk to her. People feel safe with her. People open up to her. She knows how to have real conversations. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful for what this podcast has done for me in as as I've kind of muddled my way through making changes, it's really gratifying for me to see, like I'm in it far enough now, I can really see big changes that have happened inside our home. And um, I'm really thankful for Corey for forcing that hand a little bit and creating that need and that opportunity and that push because I just don't know I can't imagine being here now and not having learned and not having changed and not having engaged in the information that you've shared with me that's the cool thing about anything that we learn that is so useful so unexpected and sometimes so simple. It's it's so cool because when we come across those things, the first inclination you have is you want to share it. You want other people yeah. to know about it too. And that's, it could be a new diet, a band that you just listened to, a new restaurant you just yeah. went to. It's like we have that natural thing inside of us where something inside of our DNA, there's this code that says, share cool stuff, life-saving stuff, resources with other people that you like because they're going to benefit from it. And by them benefiting from it, it helps you feel like, wow, it wasn't so bad that I went through it as long as I know that it's going to benefit someone else. It also creates connection, right? Yeah. I mean, we talked last week about how gossip creates connection, yeah. but also sharing cool stuff and helping people in their life. There's probably nothing that feels better than when you can help. Somebody. Well, especially because we've all hurt people. So because we've made mistakes and hurt people, especially if we're talking about family relationships, because as parents, we're taking a real deep, honest look at ourselves. We know we've been petty with our kids and been hypocrites in the things we've said. So whenever we can help our kids, our family, our friends, then it's almost like all of our hypocrisies, all of our fails in the past just kind of just slowly fall off the back end. <laughs> we're like, yeah, let's just look forward to all this cool we're stuff I'm sharing with you this. now. We're yeah. going to front load all this stuff now. And so it, it's just really cool to, to see not just with you, but also you uh, out there, our listeners, sharing your stories with us about, man, I heard this, I shared with a friend, and now we started these conversations, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, what we're doing, the reason why we keep on talking about the Patreon is that we're trying to think, like, how can we give you more of what we're learning in a better way for just a small cost? So it just, it benefits everybody. So yeah, like the fight sessions. I'm super pumped about it. In fact, after this episode, we're going to record our first one. We'll still be doing, um, if you're familiar or if you're unfamiliar with Patreon, we're still going to be doing um, questions, questions and answers. And uh, this is another thing we're adding to the Patreon to just add more value and content. But most importantly, we want to give you a shortcut to success. Because let's face it, on demand, now that we have, that's all we want. Like, it's true. Who wants commercials? Who wants to go listen to a podcast seven times? We appreciate everybody that's done that, but that's not cool, right? Yeah. A whole lot cooler if you didn't have to listen to seven times and you got seven principles in the first time you listen. And I know for my brain, I just got to see it mapped out. So we're gonna, it's going to be all mapped out on this piece of paper. We're going to talk about it. You're going to be able to remember it. 
It's going to just soak in so much better. I'm super excited. So am I. Well, you guys, um, thank you for your time today. I think what we want to do today was exactly what we did. Share with you guys. We've been listening. It only took us three years and three and a half months to, <laughs> to answer the call. Um, but what do they say? Better late. Uh, so, anyway, something like that. Better late than never. But sincerely, I, I hope you give it a chance. Just give it a try. And uh, if you like it and you want to keep on listening, you'll also get some cool discounts like with our live presentation um, workshop and anything else we have at Light the Fight from Swag to anything else. Um, being a member of our Patreon is going to get you huge discounts for that. So just a lot of incentive. We do have some things coming in the pipeline. So it'll be yeah. cool too. That's right. I don't know the date. <laughs> September 24th. I, I said 21st. So I'm going to say 24th. September 24th is our workshop date. It's be here in Salt Lake City. So if you're here local or you uh, want to make a trip out there on that day, um, we'd love to have you. We'd love to see you. Seating is limited. We, we like to do more intimate groups. So this is not like, hey, you know, 60 people or sign up because it just doesn't work well with 60 people. So we're looking like 15 to 20 people max. So just give you guys a heads up on that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being patient with us. Um, and most of all, just thank you for being here and having a desire to improve the relationships in your life. Um, I'm to show you my dope shirt. Yeah. I haven't rocked the Corey shirt and like out in public in a minute. My daughter's wearing it yesterday and she's like, Dad, where's your shirt? I'm like, I have like five of them. <laughs> and so you haven't worn it lately. I'm like, I wear it to work out McKay. So I wore it for my daughter today. So we got the wolf pack going on. She wore hers again today and I wore mine. She had the colorful. Remember the kids yeah, one with all yeah. the different colors in it? Yeah. She wore it to her swim meet. So good luck. Ah, of course. Helped her out. All right, you guys. Thank you for helping us to light the fight.